The following Parkinson's Path podcast is provided by Leanna Marie with All About Parkinson's and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone back to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here again with Leanna Marie, who is the founder of AllAboutParkinson's.com and author of Everything You Need to Know About Parkinson's, Everything You Need to Know About Caregiving for Partner Parkinson's, and your upcoming book, which we're excited to learn all about, The Parkinson's Path. Um, Liana, you have been so good at getting us really grounded in the process. And, you know, it is a process. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, as we emerge, a lot of it is, you know, there's chemical changes to a body with a, somebody that is affected with Parkinson's. And today we're going to talk about, we've just got done talking about depression. So now we're going to talk about gratitude, <laughs> about being grateful. And mm-hmm. that's a tough one. So interested in your thoughts. Yes, it is a big shift for what we were talking about before. We're going from one end of the spectrum to the other and saying, how can, first of all, why is it important to be grateful? Mm-hmm. And uh how is it even possible? Can we be grateful when we are dealing with a chronic illness? And um, we've talked about happiness and how how can we be happy? And I and I believe uh, strongly in gratitude in terms of the importance <coughs> as a general um, something that we need to have in general for our health. And more and more um, studies are suggesting that in fact there is a relationship, a connection between someone who's got who's grateful. Gratitude has right. a sense of gratitude and their physical health being connected. Now, you know, it's I not, believe that. Yeah, I totally believe that. It's yeah. the attitude of gratitude, right? And we've and we've we've got that uh, term now, and I think a lot of people are starting to grab onto that and saying there's something here. And at minimum, the studies are suggesting at minimum, grateful people will uh, sleep better, feel just just have a better general sense of health, and um, we talk about learning how to reduce stress. Well, this is one great way um, to reduce stress is just to count your blessings, my mom would say. There's a great song, Count Your Blessings One by Mm -hmm. One. And it's something that my grandma used to do, and there is something to it, really, just to talk about always be at the thought of when something is going wrong to to see if you can change your mind Mm -hmm. to focus on the things Mm -hmm. that are good. And that's what why it's so important to have this life of gratitude, um, especially when dealing with uh, chronic illness, something that's just going to be with you for the rest of your life. You know, I am reminded of a, a spiritual mentor of mine who has said, whenever life strikes you, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. with adversity, mm-hmm. call out to, your, to God mm-hmm. and say thank you. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that the adversity was chosen for you. But it is in the times of adversity that you're given the opportunity to gain the greatest seeds of wisdom. Absolutely. And I've always think about that when, you know, when shift happens, you know, Mm -hmm. in life. Um, Those things certainly um, can help. Mm -hmm. It can help to say, okay, what's what's the gift here? Yeah. What's the opportunity for me to grow? What are the things that I can can grab from this experience and, you know, create with my life. And yeah. I think that's important. Right, exactly. And so one of the things, well, and on that note, I was going to say earlier was that um, one of the things that they, some studies have suggested on war vets from Vietnam, mm-hmm. that those who were able to adopt this 
attitude of gratitude, mm-hmm. were experiencing far less post-traumatic stress than those who didn't. And again, this is something that we can take for our lives with Parkinson's mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. we adopt this uh, attitude of gratitude. This is something that can help our overall health or overall quality of life. And so the next question then is, okay, well, how do I do that? Um, mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I have talked about is, um, you know, this idea of acceptance <laughs> and acceptance being, you know, understanding that this is something that's happened to me, but I don't have to resign myself to a life of horribleness for the next 20 years or however right. long I'm going to live. So acceptance being one of those things that we have to adopt first. And then, and you know what? And and it, part of that is there may be some, also some grieving that you may go through a little bit of time where you're adjusting to something new, your new life with Parkinson's. So you may be and it's okay to grieve. There is a loss there, potentially, depending on, um, I don't even want to say potentially. There is a loss, right? There is so, a loss, absolutely. So you're, I don't want to sugarcoat it, because so you're going to be sad. But, um, you're grieving, grieving your former life. Exactly. So we're going to grieve a bit, but also to understand, I've thought, I get emails from people all the time that are just completely destroyed after a diagnosis. And they're asking me, well, what's my prognosis? Am I going to, you know, is this just going to end me? And I said, well, first of all, I'm not your doctor. I can't tell you exactly what, what your projection is. But mm-hmm. but to know that people are living 20, 30 years after their diagnosis. So if you're grieving, that's fine. But understand what you're grieving because you may, you may think it's a much worse prognosis life ahead of you than it might be. Sure. So understand that. Um, and you know, you know, one of the great things about being grateful is that we were, you were almost alluding to before is this, it kind of gets you focused on, um, obviously it gets you focused on the good, but this whole idea this, when something bad happens to you, you can, it can be a wake up call. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people tell me, you know what, bucket list, you know what, I'm thankful for this bad thing in my life because I would never have gone this direction had it mm-hmm. weren't for that. And isn't it, it's kind of sad, actually, in a way, when you go, well, why don't we have that sense of urgency all the time? But it mm-hmm. went often in life, it just ta- it does take something kind of severe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for us to go, oh, my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have a specific example of that. Um, there's this gentleman who's like 30, diagnosed at 31, and he was, in, he was working the uh, insurance company, auto insurance company. He's at his desk. And he's just doodling. And all of a sudden he realizes, well, those doodles look pretty good. And he was never any, had no artistic ability whatsoever. And then over time realized his doodles look better and better and better. And his pictures look better and better. And he has had uh, Parkinson's now for 30 years. And he believes there's a strong connection. He, he quit his job. He's no longer in the insurance company. He is now an artist. And his wow. has the most beautiful paintings. And he's actually like, I think that the... <clears throat> Honestly, the worse my Parkinson's got, the better my drawings got. And he got to do what gave him joy. Right. And is now giving those paintings and selling Mm -hmm. those paintings. And uh, so here's something great that's had something bad, right? So we are talking again to Leanna Marie, who is the author of Everything You Need to Know About Parkinson's, Everything You Need to Know About Caregiving for Parkinson's. And uh, you have an upcoming book coming called The Parkinson's Path. So... Lots of great content. Yeah. And we're talking about this whole path, this journey that we're on, and all the different things that come with being on the journey with Parkinson's. And Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said about with this topic today on being grateful, 
I love this idea of when this gentleman I was mentioning earlier with George Lacoste, he was this painter all of a sudden that, you know, came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really just, he says, he hates saying this, but he says it, that Parkinson's was the best thing that ever happened to me because he was just going through life like he was just on autopilot and and this <clears throat> disease grabbed hold of him and said, look. And mm-hmm. he was just like, wow. And his life completely changed. Um, and again, back to he's lived 30 years and he's still painting with this disease. Um, we talk about, you know, other ways that we can be have a sense of gratitude. So maybe maybe you're not that one person that gets the great gift of painting. But what are some things that you've gone through um, that even on a daily basis that you can be grateful for? And mm-hmm. um, I had this idea. We did these um you know, those post-it notes, so I call them Parkinson's, mm-hmm. Parkinson's post-its. I love and that. <laughs> so little things like I would say to mom, hey, um, you know, <laughs> she got moving again. She was all excited when we found that one song. We discovered a song, this particular song that she would really resonate with her and help her get unstuck when she was frozen. So that was Aww. like a little Parkinson post-it. Yeah. And we put that on the mirror. And then another uh, a po- a post-it, I said, you know, she was really afraid of being eating out in public. She was very, um, this is common, she gets mm-hmm. very self-conscious because of her shaking or sure. dyskinesia. And we, we, we found some ways to make it less uh, obvious that she had a tremor, but also her owning um, mm-hmm. it, and she felt better about that. So that was a Parkinson post. It mm-hmm. was, I overcame my fear of eating in public, for example. Um, we talk about that, and just the idea of you creating, what are some things that you noticed during the day that you've had problems, that, that you're grateful for being able to overcome, that you, that you didn't before? Um, also writing, you know, this is an exercise that I, I found really helpful too, is this idea of writing a gratitude letter, um, I, someone told me about recently. And so thinking in your past or even more recent, you want to talk about writing to someone who's done something great for you that you never acknowledged and just getting into that space of, you know, I know we all have probably have somebody in our lives who just really did a lot for us or really, really meant a lot to mm-hmm. us. And again, it's taking the focus off ourselves, I think really, really helps and focusing on someone else in terms of getting out of that self-pity that's easy to get into when we're, mm-hmm. when we're living in a chronic mm-hmm. illness. And we've talked to that before. And again, it's not to say that it's not okay to be grieving. It's okay to be sad and all that stuff. But when we're, when we're trying to get in a space of gratitude, writing a letter or doing these Parkinson's post-its, just being um, determined and attentive to to write down or to acknowledge those things that have made us happy before mm-hmm. and that are people in our lives. And that'll also keep you connected. Mm-hmm. You know, acknowledging someone else and saying how thankful you are for them will then in turn give mm-hmm. you back. They will give back to you in, in, in full because... As you know, people are very rarely are people upset well, with I you think, if you're thankful for them. <laughs> I think too is grounding yourself in the things that you're grateful for is really important, even when you can't think of anything. Because sometimes, you know, when I when I was with Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. and one of the things that he used to say is he used to have the um, morning power questions and the evening gratitude questions, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the night, to to ask those questions. And if you can say, what are you most happy about in your life right now? 
you can think nothing right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if there was something, mm-hmm. what would it what be? What would it be? That's right? a reframing the question. Reframing the question. If there were something that you'd be happy about, what mm-hmm. would it be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important is always coming out in a different direction and asking that question in a different way. Yeah. So you can always be, there's got to be one thing every day you can be grateful for. I love it. Keep looking for it. Well, I love this attitude of gratitude, and thank you so much for sharing this today. You're very welcome. The preceding Parkinson's Path podcast is provided by Leanna Marie with All About Parkinson's and Answers for Elders Radio. To learn more about Leanna's story, her books, The Parkinson's Wall of Honor, and more, go to allaboutparkinson's.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.